0: All right, God bless you guys. I'm Apostle Charles Ellis here at Harvest and Lloyd Church. Most of you know this is Word World Ministry when we go international. But we decided to bring this word to you as we finish up the uh, second half of this particular short teaching that we were dealing with over in the book of Psalms dealing with the godly and the ungodly. Really relevant to this day and time in terms of how the blessings of the Lord will really fall upon your life in terms of your attitude, how you project yourself toward one another in terms of not only that, but how you came yourself as being a man, or woman, God, in the season in which we're in. We're going to talk a little bit more about this particular um, uh, chapter here in the Psalms chapter 1. Very interesting when you look at it from, a, you know, from the way we're going to actually uh, break it up. It's kind of like a two-fold in a particular part of the first part of this particular uh, chapter. But we're going to talk about that here just a little bit. As we let the word of God go forth and we're going to let the music solidify itself. We're going to come back here in just a moment. We're going to open up our prayer and we're going to hear what the word of God has to say. And it's always and it's coming from the kingdom. As always, we come before your throne, Father God. We ask you to give us the very uh, wisdom, knowledge, the power through the Holy Spirit as we move forth. Father God, knowing we can't do anything without you, according to the word of the power of the Spirit, Father God, you give us the ability to be the conduit here on earth. You just walk forth as ambassadors to declare the word for the kingdom of God to continue to move forth through the authority and the power and the presence of the illumination of the Holy Spirit. Father God, we ask you to let your continuous uh, shedding of power of the blood fall upon us as we move forth as we knowing our heads with oil. As we speak to the mouth of the priests and prophets in this day. And Father God knows to you, Father God, as we identified according to uh, John John 4.24, that spirits recognize spirit. Father God, I must you right now in the name of Jesus that we cast out every negative spirit. And every negative thought in the heart of any individual, we try to come against that which you have declared on this morning. As we move forth Father God, we declare, we speak according to the kingdom, the purpose and the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. And Lord, we ask you to move according to your authority, give us the ability according to the Spirit to call things, events, and circumstances in life as we go forth. And on through you, Father, God, in everything and all things are possible. Father, God, we declare right now that the Word of God is already solidified in the Spirit, that it's a word that's already continued to move forth through your priest in this day and the season that we're in, that no weapon formed against us has the ability or destruction to prosper. These things we speak not of ourselves, but the power of the Most High God. By the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray, Lord, Amen. Let's look at this word over here. We're going to work out a couple of translations. We're not going to be with you too long. I want to kind of break this up real good and get a real good, um, as we say, uh, break up from uh, what the Word of God is telling us here. We're going to look at it in the Word English or the World English. Uh, we're going to look at it in the New Living Translation the common English translation, of course, you know, the King James does rule, but we're going to go in the opposite direction this morning. We're going to move from King back to the new English, and we're going to identify where we are as we continue to move to this word of God. Most of you are looking at your, your Bibles, probably got a new English translation. Something sounds a little bit more comity, but you know, the King James version rules. It's a graduation as we look at the word of God and we begin to understand the fact that what God is saying here in verse one of the book of Psalms chapter one And the King James Version said, Blessed is the man who walketh not in the counsel of the godly, nor siteth in the way of the sinner. Now, he says a lot right here. You just look at the first part of this and don't just fairy tale through it. You know, blessed man is not going to be able to uh, stand in the area of any type of counsel of wickedness. The word of God declares the creed when you walk with the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. And you got the word of God in you. The Bible says you have no dealings or any standings with the wicked of any sort or any type. Now, the word of God does declare and decree that when we come into the kingdom of God with the confession of our mouth, according to Romans ten 8, 9, we believe, according to Second Corinthians 5 and 17, that we are new creatures. Now, he didn't say we're perfect. He never said we're perfect. He just said, that's a way that you got to upstrain and uh, pull yourself away from the things you used to do. Romans talks about the renewing of your mind. Uh, he says, I beseech you that for brother by the mercy of God. Mercy and grace is always there to help you in the midst when you don't think you can move on your own power or authority. What you really don't want to move on your own power or authority. That's what God says in the book of Proverbs 3 and 5. Lean not to your own, but acknowledge God in all his ways. That's the direction God to give you. He's the GPS in your life. Jeremiah kind of coincides with that as you coalition his word in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. he know the thoughts and the plans that he got for you he said "Have good plans and out of evil plans but I don't know if you follow the rules and regulations of the authority of the power of God the Bible talks about the process of his precepts his concepts his oracles all those things he would give you as long as you walk according to his will and his purpose Psalm for 11 speaks pretty much the same thing that God is the sun and the shield and no good thing we hold from those that's how we walk, all right. He says back here in the Psalms, "One blessed a man that walketh not in the council. You know, we understand what a counsel is. You know, Paul talks about that process also. You know, guilty by association, and we're not to be associated with anything that's outside the Word of God but it also speaks in the process of this particular area of being counsel, and not to be men or women got to walk in the darkness or the stormy or the illumination to the point that we find ourselves being beacon or pulled in the area of wickedness or walking beside or standing with or setting with anything in similarity of the uncounsel of Christ. Now he said that uh, you look at the, the second half here, he said, nor, 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 nor standeth in the way of the sinner. Now, that's a process the Word of God declares that when we begin to move forth as men, and women of God, he uses that Psalm 23, if you want to look at that and think about the process he's saying there, the shadows or valleys of death, you know, there's things that we got to go through, the process while we're here on earth, but we as men, women of God, We'll be given the counsel and the power through the Holy Spirit that it would come to obstructions. It would say orange cones, ditches in our life. We got to call on the creator, the one who designed and engineered us to take us back to what we already have uh, been designed and created to be. And that's Jeremiah 1 and 5. You know, we've been designed before we was in our, mother moon, in our mother's womb, excuse me, to be prophets before the nation, not to be able to speak things in terms of uh, how we will look at any other. Our job is to have peace and strife, peace with all men, those who are weak. We've been strong ought to lift them up, not condemn them. Jesus declared the word according to the woman who was caught in the midst of adultery, even though we know it was a setup. to try to get the Messiah to say something other than what he had uh, designed to come here on earth to do. And Jesus declared to each and every one of any man without sin, don't cast a stone we go back to the Word of God, and we look at it very interesting. we talk about how our lives and how it pertains to the kingdom of God, not really getting away from this particular area in the book of Psalms, chapter 1, but bringing really a lot of insight to who we are as being men and women of God, how we all have fallen short of the glory of God in terms of what he designed and engineered us to be. But we got to look to him, who's the author and the finishing of our faith. Now, we go over to the book of Romans, and we think about the book of Romans. Uh, We're going to look at it, and you come back to the area of... um, Let's take it over in the King James Version, which is, a well, not New King James, King James, and that's one of the rules, but we're going to walk through other variations of scriptures to get some just some real good understanding about what we're saying here. And now we're going to look at the point when the Word of God declares over here in the area of Psalms 1 that we are just men, and we are just men, we don't walk according to the ways of the world. We're going to walk in a council. We don't find ourselves falling in the contraptions or the traps of what the enemy has set up for us. The Word of God makes it very clear. We go to the book of Romans and we look at Romans chapter 3. He talks about how we used to be before we came into Christ. You know, the Word says in um, uh, uh, Romans chapter 8, What saith thou? The Word of God is in our mouth. We believe in the heart that He raises His Son from the dead. It's the confession that through the power of God, we got the ability to be changed. Now God platforms us. And he gives the ability to walk in accordance of the power to do the work here on earth as been ambassadors. Now that we confess the word of God, according to Romans uh, 10, 8, 9, and 11, you know, we understand that God raised his son from the dead. The word of God declares the creed once he raised up, he had all power in the palm of his hand. He gives an illustration about how we should walk as men and women. God has been great workers, uh, beginning of great workers, through the confession. That's Philippians 1 to 6, he did began a great work in you. The performance of the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit now resides in you. If there's anything in you, you lack of, and then you call out to God. This is what the book of James tells us. If any man like what wisdom, let him ask from God, he will give to him what liberally, unbridled. But we talk about the process how we used to be. We look at the area of Psalms um, chapter 1. We look at the King James Version. He says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the council. Of the ungodly, no standing in the way of the sinner, no seat in the seat of the scoundrel. Now the ungodly uh, should not stand in the way of the sinner. Now notice what it says right here. The counsel of the ungodly uh, standing in the way of the sinner. Look at this area in the common English verse, but we go back here to the area of Romans. He said happy, you know, the, the happy, uh, the truly happy person does not follow wicked advice. Now this is process of how it said guilty about association. What you hang around is what you become. Am I I helping somebody? Sometimes we don't want to let those friends or people in our lives to the point that it's not, we, it's not that we dislike them. But if we're going to be better in doing the work of God, we got to put ourselves in a assembly of people who can really lift us up when we're weak in areas. If you're going to get out of something, you got to get away from something. The person is constantly dealing with uh, obstruction or dealing with uh, paraphernalia or things of that nature. I want to say we're well, just drugs. Do you know, not be too intellectual on that, just drugs. Or dealing with some kind of, you know, um, uh, substance abuse. The Bible says that you got to be able to tell. Well, I'm saying in the Bible terms, in the natural sense, my job is to take them out of that counselorship and bring them to the battle counselorship. This is why they call them, they're going to rehab. When you call it the Word of God, you got to be able to be rehabbed. Your mind's got to be transformed. This is what the Word of God talks about when you look at not Romans 3, but Romans 3 is going to tell us when we go back to it. But Romans 12 tells me, I beseech thee, brother, by the mercies of God, that I present my body as a sacrificial. And living an offering of God. I mean, I'm living, I'm sacrificed. I mean, the things I used to do in the world, I'm dead. That's been buried. That's the fleshly desires. Galatians talks about walking in the spirit. That you and I don't fulfill the lust in the desires of the flesh. Well, we did have desires. Well, somebody said, well, now that I'm in Christ, I got to forget about everybody that's around me. No, you can't do that. Your job is to get strong enough to go back and get those who are weak. And where you come from, the poor, and where you are, because your desire for them to have a better life. Now, when we all look at ourselves, just in general, there's been one we understand and realize in our life, the Word of God tells us that we was quickened, we were there, not trespassing and sin. Let's look over in the book of Ephesians, chapter 2. Is it when I trespassing and sin, when well, we walked according to the course of the world? Now, those were sin. That was a course that we walked, it was total destruction. But in the process of that course, we had to get around people who counseled and did things of the world. The word of God says, once again, in Ephesians, look at it very carefully. You know, we, we was quickened when we were dead and I was trespassing. Now, he's saying that when we was actually in the dilemma, in the negativity, that what God has already put in me and you in Jeremiah 1 and 5 was there through the Holy Spirit. Now, when the Holy Spirit touches you and he quickens you, he noted all the sins that you've done in life. He's got the ability to be transformed and changed. you got the ability to be pulled away from that. Notice how he says this. And he said, You who had, had quickened, or you had he quickened when you were dead in your trespassing sins. Now, right there, he's giving elimination. He's telling you right there what you used to be. And in the first part of this, when you had quickened, he's telling you what God had in you, according to Jeremiah 1 to 5. That was in you. That beacon system was in you. Man didn't give that to you. Man may have made the process of bringing that character out of you, which is already designed in you. But when they told you about the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit, your new man transformation started, according to 2 Corinthians 5.17. Am I helping somebody? That once you wake up that system in you that's already been designed in you from Jeremiah 1 to 5, God makes it relevant to say this is what you always was created to be, to be ambassador here on earth. So when he looks at this in Ephesians, he goes through the variations of how you used to be, but he brings you back and tells you how you were quickened and how you got back to what you should be and always had been before the creations of the earth, before you were designed and engineered. He said, you who he had quickened when you were dead in your trespasses and sin. Notice what he's saying. Now he said, he gives you the illustration of how you was when in past times you walked according to what you had a course, just like a track, just like a bike trail. That's the course you walked. It was a shadow of a valley of death, but in the midst of that Psalms 23, God yet kept you because he knew that when you came to understand and realize that gifting you, <clears throat> the gift in you was going to be a quickening to bring you into relevancy to let you know and realize that God's got a plan for your life and it supersedes far beyond more than you can walk or uh, understand that. This is another teaching. I want to go too far this, but I want to make sure I get to understand this prop to let you know how you are and who you are and who you belong to and the power you already have in you. You got to be able to get away from what we call the ABCs in the ministry. As I heard Dr. J.C. Matthews, the elementary things, you know, going to the altar is fine and getting saved. But once you go there, you got to go to another level. When Paul began to speak to the man over the book of Acts chapter 19, I believe serves me right. If you want to go over there with me, we kind of boy over there just a little bit and we're going to look at that just a little bit. He talked to in the book of Acts chapter 19, he begins to give him a strong word. About how now they was under what we call this um, dispensation of John the Baptist. Now these men, what we call Asiatic Jews, they only heard the word of God in such a way that they understood that it was only about baptism. They heard the word of the baptism, but they hadn't come into conform with the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit. And Paul, the, ball, the, the uh, Paul declares and decrees, and in verse nineteen, it came to pass why Paul, uh, why uh, it came to pass that why Apollo was at Corinth, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, was at Corinth, having passed through the upper coast, came to emphasis in finding certain disciples. And that's me and you. Now, what I'm saying about this, I want you to catch it before we go into it, because I want you to read ahead of me. There's areas that you already have been through in life. The word of God declares the creed when you were born, created, and designed, and engineered. He called you to be a prophet before the nation. Once the gift is recognizing you, not forward motion. You don't have to keep going back and forth. And letting people know that what's in you Because it's already in you When we go to the altar We go to confess our life to Christ According to Romans 10, 8, 9 The Bible said the activation is there The activation the of illuminates of the power And the presence that I put in you That I down on the cross That you all might have the tree of life That I have condemned sin in the flesh Knowing through me When you fall short of something in your life You can call on me Now Psalms 46 tells you that That he's always there for you He's a very present help on, somebody In a very present time beneath. I mean, the Holy Spirit is always there to bring you out of whatever dilemma or to subvert every orange cone that you fall into. The Word of God says He will never leave, He will never forsake. Now, notice what He says here in Acts 19. These men were coming down from the upper coast, but Paul, been filled with the Holy Spirit, seeking men to fill them with the presence and the power of the Holy Ghost. Am I there? Now, we're gonna go, I don't want to go too far into this because I want to go back to Psalms 1, but I'm trying to build a platform here that you see how you have already been designed and engineered to flow in the power of the Holy Spirit with the ability to, through Romans 4 and 17 to speak, declare, and call things in your life. Trust it and know that God will perform it complete because he said, according to Numbers 23, 19, 21, well, most of us know that I'm not a God that I should Okay, I'm not a son of a man that I should have to repent. The commandment has been given to go forth and I cannot revert it. Now, I'm going to go show you something, how God proves that word, that every word that comes off his lip is a forward word. He will not alter his word or go back. Now, in Acts chapter 19, let's finish this up. We're going to kind of take this slow here. He said, it came down when Apollo was in the upper part of this particular area in Corinth, having passed through the upper coast of Ephesus, finding certain disciples and said unto them, "Now, what he said, this is how we're supposed to be. The Bible said, see, we can't see the only way we're going to move forward in life. Lord, help me that I don't push this out too far. The only way you're going to move forward in life with the power and authority of the Holy Spirit is to realize what happened to Jesus Christ during the course of time in the book of Luke. Jesus couldn't do no work he couldn't do anything notice what i'm saying here he couldn't do no work unless he was activated the Bible declares decrees, when you look at the process of John the Baptist, the born between him and Elizabeth and Zechariah, they had another son when the old, when the angel of Gabriel went over and touched Mary and Joseph, and Joseph got kind of mixed up about her messing around, but he didn't realize that what was going on until the Holy Spirit came and talked to him. When you look at the process of John the Baptist being the forerunner for the kingdom of God, we talk about how John said, that's one who's coming, who's greater than I am. But once Jesus Christ came, he never he, he never did no miracles. You, you, you got to look at this. There was no miracles that Christ done until he came to his activation. When you look at his activation in the book of Romans, uh, excuse me, Luke 4 and 17, he said when he was delivered the book of the prophet Esau, we talk about that in, in Isaiah 61. He was delivered the book of the prophet Esau and when he opened the book, notice the process of what's going on. The word is what's going to give you the power. Hello, it is Ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day Chumba ChumbaCasino.com No purchase necessary. Prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Power to move in your day and time. When you open up the word of God, just as Christ opened up the word of God, it will bring revelation and illumination. Listen to me. The word, uh, the, the word kill it, but the Spirit gives life. This is why we run around everybody quoting scriptures, because we have not refused. We have not received the total power in which we're already walking in. It's already been designed and engineered us, according Jeremiah one and five. Once you begin to open the Word of God and begin to read it, the Bible say illumination, direct prophecy, being there coming to your life. Am I helping somebody here? The Word of God gives you structure and guidance to what God designed and engineered you to be. Whatever your gifting is, whatever your anointing is, it's activated once you get into word of God to begin to seek you first the kingdom of God and God began to add things to you Jesus opened the book and when he opened the book now what he came on the earth to do was getting ready to go full-blown the Bible declared he was delivered the book of Esau the prophet and when he opened up that book the Bible said he found a place where it's written and look what he said before he did anything Look, what he said the spirit of the Lord is upon me because it has a what did he do it has anointed me To preach the gospel to the poor, it has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captive, to receive the sight of the blind, and set liberty to those who abuse. Now, you look at the word of verse 19 to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. The Bible declares, he closed the book and gave it back to the minister and he wouldn't sit down and all eyes was fastened on him. When you come back here, you go to the word of God, you look over in Psalms 1, he makes it very clear. The same thing with you. There's a council of men and women of God that's on this earth that's designed to pull your gift away. God has already given you the power to move and authority and the ability of the presence of the Holy Ghost. The Bible says there's not a weapon created. It's called in Isaiah 54 and 17, formed against you to prosper. When you're walking in your illumination, you're walking in your power. You're not seated in the seat of any discomfort. The Bible talks about the process of the scumfer. Let's go over here to the area. of uh, Psalms. Uh, chapter one and we look at it in what we call the living translation let's look at this closely he said oh the joy of those who do not follow the advice of the wicked nor stand around with sinners he's telling you how you're supposed to perform yourself as being a man the woman god once you come into the conception of romans ten 8, 9 you're now been transferred and illuminated to being a new creature new creature means that whatever your lifestyle used to be, go back to the book of Galatians 5 and 17, read it. He tells you about all those things that got the attributes that have come against you to make you feel opposite what God declared you to be. Now, he makes it very clear that we're living in these days right now. When he talks about in the book of 2 Timothy, he said, but know this, perilous times will come. We're dealing with these things right as we speak. It's not what God is going to do, it's what God is already doing. There's so many conferences I go through, I hear men and women talk about what God is going to do. God Ain't never going to do nothing. Every word that God ever spoke according to the word of God when he hung across, he said, It is done. When he came back, he declared, I had all power in the palm of my hands. When he delivered the power in the presence of the Holy Spirit back to you on earth, has been the comforter. God has given that same power to you. That they walk, declare, decree, speak, call things, walk in illumination, heal the sick, do all the work that Christ has called you to let, let, me, let me show you something here. I want you to really get this. All this is moving in the illumination through the authority of the power of God's word. If you can catch it, God's going to give it to you. Now, let's go ahead and look at this over here in the book of what you're designed to be here on earth. With all, Remember, you got all authority. All the authority has been given to you. He said, Now it's been given to him. Now it's given unto it you. What did he say? He will leave you. He will leave not only just you, but everybody who confessed the word of God and believed that he was raised from the dead has the illumination the ability, the walk, and the ability to walk in the power. And they, look, look, there is no weapon formed against you. And y'all understand that? It's not just something you quote, you got to walk in it. And you got to believe whenever sickness meets the power of God, somebody's got to give up. And I'm telling you, man and woman God, the word of God said you are blessed in all the earth. The word of God speaks a word to when you're blessed, it's almost like he said the same thing ain't almost he did say in the book of Acts over that chapter one and eight. He says, Stay in your Jerusalem till he endow your power. The power has been giving you the ability to understand when we go into the book of chapter 28. In the book of Matthew, I got to get out of here. I know we we're moving a little bit. We got to get out of here. The Bible said the disciples quickened his. Well, let, let's look at another area. Hey, let's go down here to the area of Matthew twenty-eight. Let's look at here. Um, okay, book to them. Okay, look at this over here in verse sixteen of, uh, of Matthew uh, eight. Uh, Matthew, I'm sorry, twenty-eight. He said, And eleven disciples went to him unto Galilee, unto the mountain, and when Jesus had." appointed them and it says in the verse in verse 17 and when they saw him they worshiped him let's make this real clear on verse 16 on verse 15 so they took the money and did they did they thus say to him commonly reported among the Jews until this day. Now, the seventeen, the 16th verse brings a lot of, it brings a lot of impact. Not, for, see, this thing, when you do it, has got. it's going to keep taking me back up. But I want to hit the main points here, because the main part of this particular scripture, it, the whole scripture is the power. But I want to get the main points of here. When I look at this in verse 16, he said, then the 11, then, then the 11 disciples. Now we talk about Judas is scared. He's not in the mix. Cause we know that the word of God declares and the you got to flow with people who flow with you. Judas was flowing in another area, but Jesus knew who Judas was. You got to know who the demons is in your life. Everybody's just talking to Holland Holy. I mean, you got to, you got to know this man, the woman, God, we own the internet now everybody's a pastor, everybody's a prophet, everybody's a teacher. But I'm telling you, man, woman, God, you're going to have to have a discerning spirit to know what's going on in these last days. There's so much controversy going on in the body of Christ. It's just, a, it's just a hay ball. And you got to know and understand and realize if you're a man or woman, God, you got to be able to have a discerning spirit. It's not your name. It's not your title. It's not your position. It's you have a discerning. It's a lot of, That's remember he said, there's a lot of false teaching going out in the world today. You got to be careful what you listen to. You can't listen to the word of God because it's your friend. Now, this might hurt some of y'all. You can't listen because it's your mother, your sister, your brother. You're going to have to discern by the spirit. I don't care if it's your bishop or whoever it may be. You're going to have to know that what God is telling you is going to send you to the right place. Because I'm telling you, when you stand before that throne, your bishop, your apostle, me, anybody else can't save you. I ain't got the ability to do that. I can heal a flat head headache. We see that right now in the body of Christ. It's all inspiration, it's all excitement, and nobody's being healed. We see it. that's all we see is performances now. That woman Beyonce went and bought a church. We need to talk about that later on. Anyway, this is what we're seeing. When we look at the verse 16, he said, Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee unto a mountain where Jesus had appointed them, now the, the direction he's given them. And when they saw him, they worship him. The appointing comes, it's just like, now that they understand it what Jesus sent it to them. now there's something about to take here. And he and he doubted. The Bible said, Jesus came and spoke unto them saying, all power has been given to me in heaven and earth. Now this is the process of the resurrection when he's raised up. He gave them a place where to meet them at. But he said, when they went there, they doubted that that was him. Now we talk about Philip, how he doubted. He didn't believe Christ was raised from dead. He was just totally doubted. And we know the course of process when Philip was in this area of the, the house, Jesus goes in. When the door is shut, he walks through the door. I'm talking about supernaturally. And tells the man of God, put your hands here on my side. Put your hands here in my hole. Do you not still believe? And he had to break down. He had to deal with this brother. And this is how we are dealing with it sometime today. There's a word that's coming in the spirit. That is not a word that's going to be designed the way you see in the natural form of the churches. God said he's going to do things in the earth today. It's going to mesmerize the mind of the unbeliever. I'm so far off and left feeling this because I feel the Holy Ghost moving it. Let me show you something one more time here before we move on to that. All this is bringing in relevancy to the power of God and what he's illuminating this day and time. Look at the word of God in 1 Corinthians. Look at 1 Corinthians for a moment as we continue to move forward. We're going to bounce back here to the area of dealing with... Um, uh, no, Psalms one, but I want to make a foundation of what I'm talking about here. When you look at the book of uh, first Corinthians, you take your Bibles. If you've got a uh, different translations, I want you to look at this in what we call the living translation Bible, the living Bible, the LTB Bible. This is a word that came to me through the man of God, um, um, Dr. Albright. When we talk about testimonies, you really need to get to our testimony show on Tuesday. There's a lot of exciting things happen in terms of what's happening in the lives of people. You can't miss it. Is something that's going to help you. The Bible says in the verse 27, or look at verse 26. He said, notice among yourselves, dear brethren, that if he's most notice among yourselves, dear brethren, that few of you follow Christ, have big names. Listen to how he's saying this. Few of you who follow Christ has big names or power or wealth we talk about the Lazarus. I mean, I mean, I want to go far off, but i have only got too many minutes. You talk about Lazarus, the rich man. The rich man was a man who had wealth, but Lazarus laid at his door, ate the scraps from his table. It's another story. We got to get into that. It, it falls in line, but I'm only going to do it. The Lord only told me to do a two-part series out of this. And they said, "Has in other words, those who have wealthy and powerful names rarely follow God. Listen to how he said this, how these big name ministers, big name people, titles, positions, cliques, clubs, castles, and buildings and all this. They do follow them. But God is going to show you something in this particular area of Scripture. Twenty-six among themselves, a brethren, a few of you who follow Christ have big names or power or wealth. Instead, God has deliberately chosen us, uh, chosen to us ideals that the world consider foolish, and that the little worth of order. The shame, those people considered by the world as wise and great. Go back to the 26th verse again. Notice among yourselves, dear brethren and sister, that the few of you follow Christ, have big names or power and wealth. What did he just say? You got more politicians in the church now. Then man and woman of God, that's really, truly grafted in walking by the Holy Spirit. This is why we don't see signs and wonders and miracles, because man is taking it clear. Man is in the church now. They ideas, their structure, their plans, all that's in the church now. So we don't see the great miracles like we did back in the days of Catherine Kuhlman. Back in the days of, uh, you see the man like uh, Shambach. You see the great days back in the days of Reinhardt Bunkie. You don't see these things anymore. You you see performance and style and great swirls of words like Apollo. You don't see the power of God moving like a shit. You see just great excitement. That's all you see. But nobody's been healed. It's just a feeling. And then when they get out of the house of God and they go back out there, guess what? The cares of the world is going to swallow them right back up. They're called a schizophrenic, Dr. Jekyll, wishy-washy, up and down. You never receive the real true engraftation of the power of the spirit that are transforming, change you because all you got was enthusiasm. In the name of an individual, do you treasure more than Christ? Don't let me get the moving on this in the name of Jesus. The word of God said in verse 27, instead God has deliberately chosen and used ideas the world considered foolish and let the worth of the order shame those people who considered by the world as wise and great. He has chosen a plain despised by the world, contend as nothing, at all, and use and bring down nothing. Look at use and bring down to nothing those in the those those the world consider great, and that none or, or let me back it up. to an end, so that and no one anywhere can ever brag in the process of God. God to give you things to the point that He's not going to let you brag because you had a big church, because you had a name or a title, and this is what we see all the time. You got men and women got running up behind titles and names, really running up behind the anointing and the power of God. You hear more about what they're doing in terms of what you see, and I'm telling you, man, it's a power shift that's going on. You're gonna see events happening in the lives of people. These so-called want be names and titles and positions. You're gonna see things happening in their families. You're gonna see things happening with them. I'm not speaking. I'm just telling you what the Holy Ghost is saying because God's gonna let you see and understand the things that the world seem to be wise and look good to them. God's I'm gonna bring them to nothing, and I'm gonna use the windows, the drunkers, and all these dopers and all these men out here that don't seem like they got nothing going on. The Foolish things, the jailbirds, all those out here, the prostitutes. Am I there? The ones who's wandering around and doing things, they got to them the ones I'm gonna touch. Because God declared and decree he'll take the foolish thing that confound the wise. Go back over to the area of Psalms 1. is so much in this first part of this scripture, it just mesmerized you. We ain't even got down to the second verse. We're just talking about the first version here. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of the sinner, nor sit in the seat of the scumfer. You don't have to go no farther than that because God has gave you everything you need to. Get you to see there's areas in your life that you shouldn't even put, be pretending or contending with you shouldn't even be over there you don't even have to go down to the second verse if you can't get the first part of the verse right then how are you gonna go through the entire part of psalms 1 because he's telling you right there in Psalm 1 you can't be walking in the ungodly and consider the ways of the lord to be in your life you can't walk around with witchcraft in your spirit hating and talking about everybody else it's holding about your island, this, your church, this, your church, that. But God said, well, you are, you are, those of you who are strong should reach back and get the ones who are weak. You shouldn't be trying to hate on them and feel bad about them. If God blesses them with something nice, get with some out there to bless you too. God bless them with a new car, yes, one out there waiting on you too. God bless them with a new home, is yes, one out there waiting on you too. But you got to get your mindset right. If God healed them, then he healed you too. Quit worrying about what God's doing for them and stay in your lane and run your race. When you do what God's supposed to do and when you're supposed to do what God tells you to do in your life, then you'll consider yourself as being a little better. As a track runner, as a person who participates in sports, you've got to learn how to stay in your own side of the field. you got to learn how to stay in your own lane and run your own race. Quit worrying about what Joe, James, and Sally. Now, if they come in your lane, then you help them. But you don't run around speaking ill of any individual who's running their own race. Let them run the race. At the end of the race, you'll find out where they're going to go, and you're going to find out where you go. The word of God comes back over here, and he reads over that Psalms one, and that's all I really want to get is that verse one, because that verse one got a lot of in it. The common English said, well, let's go with not to the common English. Let's go to what we call the New Living Translation, the N-T-L, the N-L-T. He says right here, oh, the joy of those who are not following the device of the wicked. Let's go over here to what we call the... Uh, The common English Bible, happy truly is the person who does not follow the vice of the wicked, nor stand in the road of the sinner. Now, like you stand in the road of something that's coming down the way, you're going to get run over. That means that the enemy is coming to try to, so you got to be cautious about what you're doing. You can't just stand in the way of the sinner because that vehicle that's coming down the street, it's going to do two things. It's going to run you over, it's going to kill you. Well, if it runs you over, it's going to kill you or it's going to knock the I don't know what out of you. But God changed, don't stand in the path of those things, because those things are running out of control. And they only control by the laws of the land. But you who are wise, get yourself up on the sidewalk. Walk where you're safe at that you'll follow the ways of God, whether than the ways of the world and the things that put out position for them to be able to certain miles an hour, certain speed, and this. this. I'm trying to get you some understanding here. Don't stand in the streets if you're not a vehicle. That man may thing will run you over. Yeah, y'all understand? What I'm Not just the vehicle, but those who run the ray of the world. They will run you over. And they'll run you over and they'll keep on going. I'm Apostle Charles Ellis here at Harvest New Light Church and Harvest New Light Studios here in the city of Dallas. I thank you guys for joining me. I might actually uh get a chance to visit my actually Word World Ministry. That's a cost of my actually YouTube channel. And for those who come across my pod being stationed, I mean, it's a great word for you there also. XM Radio, uh, 127 twice a month. Uh, you can meet me at my actual physical location at the uh, Legacy Music Center with the man of God over there with um, uh, Dr. Brian, I call him. And also you guys can catch me on a lot of other uh, social networks. We're kind of all over the internet catches international BTR station that takes place Tuesday night, uh, with the man of God who I've chosen, some of the man of God around us, and has helped continue to bring forth that Tuesday night testimony. Um Doctor Albright is another great man of God. I wanna make sure you get a hold of him on social networks of any of you who want private uh, teachings on certain things and classes you got him you got the man that got Apostle Oscar Walker they're both doing great works they're part of this ministry also we thank the man and woman got over there in the crowd and the work they're doing with us in terms of putting this thing together get our international ministries in place to what it already is and already has been and we just thank God for you all who's here in the states to help us continue to move forward continue to spread the wings of this ministry and continue to launch in the heights that God has called it to go in we thank God for you bless you father god we ask you in the name of jesus christ to let the word be solidified in their spirit you know this prophet moves father god but of the power of the presence of the holy Ghost, father God, let them not fall in the seat of discomfort in the way of the world but let them delight themselves in you that they may meditate on you father god and know the path you have given them give them the really power of the presence of the spirit that they may stand by the rivers of water to bring forth the fruits in their life that they may have the expectation of knowing declared and created in their life you came they may have life Heaven more abundant. Lord, we declare the word we decree. We speak it already been done in the presence of the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord, we ask you in the name of Jesus. We pray, Lord. Amen. God bless you guys.